0: History is with the focus of presenting the practical word of God on matters concerning the church, salvation, Christian life, and messages centered on Christ. This is to also help people discover their purpose in God, even as they represent God in every area of life. Let's talk Ministry is under Christ Eagles Network, which is an interconnected ministries, discovering destinies, raising generations, and representing God in all areas of life. Now, today's word from the Bishop. Up here
1: stay tuned hallelujah amen and amen all right let's pray father god i pray in jesus name that's your word is coming help me speak your word not of my own but speak through me to your precious people so that at the end of the day will have a reason to give you glory because you alone deserve to be glorified in jesus mighty name we pray with thanksgiving amen and amen wow It's been a while since I came your way with less Talk Ministry, but I believe, God, that we are coming again in a stronger force by the grace of God. Amen. And so we're going to give you packages which are loaded with amazing revelation of God's word and more. And so for the times that we've been away, we are going to catch up so quickly by the grace of God, even as we load you with revelations from the word of god so get ready let's talk ministry is back again and we are getting bigger and stronger by the grace of god on this special day i want to share with you a message god has laid on my heart which is entitled my father my father my father my father and uh, you know on the subject of my father my father i want to dwell on the colors of a father on the colors of a father hallelujah now when we talk about the colors of a father we know that we have colors when we say colors we have different colors we have red we have blue we have white and all so colors of father has to do with the character of a father amen and amen every human being is having different kinds of characters amen sometimes you are happy you are in a you know happy mood sometimes you are angry sometimes you feel like you know um doing something crazy and all of that the colors of a father the colors that i'm talking about has to do with characters different characters in display so understand that every father is having different colors They can switch for good and switch for bad or be in the middle or what have you. Amen. So still on the colors of a father, you have to understand that, you know, we have biological father and a biological father is a father who actually gave birth to you. So it's your seed, a seed of that father. And therefore, you are biologically connected to that person. And that makes the person your biological father. We also have grandfather, who is also your father's, you know, father. Hallelujah. That is what is referred to as grandfather. And the list goes on and on. We have great, great father. Um, grandfather we have father-in-law and i always explain that father-in-law has to do with you know um, when you get married to your partner your partner's father becomes your father-in-law because you have been connected to your partner by law by regulation by following the format of marriage or going through a customary you know right or you know going through the process of you know um, being wedded and therefore you've been through a law procedure and therefore that person becomes what your father-in-law you are giving to that person by law and not just you know on just a um, you know a mild grounds or just a normal ground but you are giving to the person you know, in connection with a law. Hallelujah. Pardon me if I'm, you know, um, I'm being in a haste in delivery. Um, you're going to catch the revelation by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Um, I don't take much of time, but I have a lot to share with you. So just just give me your ears. I know by God's grace, you will understand the whole process. Amen and amen. Um, so we move on and we also have Father in the Lord father in the lord has to do with a person or a father or a man or a woman it can be anybody somebody who brought you into christ you didn't know christ and the person preached salvation to you and you became born again that person becomes your father in the lord if it's a, a female who did that is a is your mother in the lord the person brought you into christ and that makes the person your father in the lord hallelujah maybe you went for a crusade and you heard pastor benihin preach and then you became born again he becomes your word father in the lord all right some people do say father in the service or father Of the father in the service has to also do with where you started serving God and you became born again, so it all runs around the same thing, amen. So that's father in the Lord. Hallelujah. That person does not become your spiritual father, but that person is your father in the Lord, the person who brought you into the Lord. Now we have another one called Father in the Ministry. Father in the ministry has to do with a man of God, a church. A pastor, a prophet, an apostle, you have been following, you have been monitoring, you've been learning from. This one goes for people who are in the ministry, who have calling into the ministry. There are certain preachers that you watch them and then you are inspired to do God's work. You, are, you you watch them and you want to do more for God, they are your father in the ministry. Because when you see the way they do things, things of God or the way they handle the process which comes with the ministry, you are inspired to do more for God. There are some preachers when you watch them minister, you feel like doing more for God. They become your father in the ministry. You are learning certain elements in their ministry and you are inputting in yours or you are being inspired by their ministry to also do better for god hallelujah you also have what we call the father you admire the father you admire has to do it you know this one has nothing to do with your biological father he has nothing to do with father in the ministry and all oh, you see someone from afar you say oh i love this man This man, I just love him. I just like him, you know. And that person becomes your father you admire. Now, the the father you admire can also be something that a person is doing you admire from afar. But not that you want the person to become your spiritual father or father or whatever way but you just like the person and that is on a mutual ground. Hallelujah. Now, I want to run into the popular one, which is the spiritual father. Yeah. Now, the spiritual father in here, people, you know, miss the whole process. And that is why I turned out to explain the kinds of fathers we have before we got to this end. Now, the spiritual father has to do with a person it can be a man of God it can be a Christian or a believer a prophet a pastor and all who you know has been is is concerned about your spiritual life that is a spiritual father he's concerned about your spiritual life you can call the person when you need the person you can pray with the person you hear the counsel of the person and all and that person becomes your spiritual father amen and amen so it's different from your father in the lord amen are you understanding the whole process so a spiritual father is is one who is much more concerned about your spiritual life you cannot say pastor benihin is your spiritual father if you have no contact with the person if you cannot call pastor benihin anytime any day no Because your spiritual father is one that you can easily have contact with. You're going to say, Pastor Chris Oyakilome is your spiritual father. If you do not have direct contact with him, where you can call him in the morning, afternoon, and evening, where you really need him. You can call him on an emergency basis. Then he's not your spiritual father. Understand this from me. He can be your father in the Lord because you became born again when you heard him preach. He can be your father in the ministry because you watch his ministry so that you'll be inspired to do ministry. However, all these elements of father in the ministry, father in the Lord and admiring a father and what have you... You can also find all these elements in a spiritual father. Not all spiritual fathers have all these elements, but there are some spiritual fathers who, you know, have all these elements in the sense that you have a spiritual father who you became born again through his ministry. So he's your father in the Lord. You know, you love his ministry. You learn from his ministry because he also in the ministry, he can also be your spiritual father. So the thing is that a father can have many of these characters where he can be your father in the ministry, father in the Lord, father as a spiritual father and all, but not all spiritual fathers have these characters or qualities or this ability. Amen. You can be a prophet and can be trained by a teacher of the word. And therefore, a bit of teaching will be impacted into your life. So you become something like a prophetic teacher or a teaching prophet. So even though you are a prophet, you have some element of a teacher because you were trained by a teacher. But most of the time, what happens is that a prophet trains a prophet. A teacher trains a teacher. But there are times that you you might have a spiritual father who is not a prophet, but he might be a pastor, he might be a teacher of the word, he might be an evangelist, but you might be a prophet. It doesn't still change anything because you still learn some elements of growing in your spiritual life from that man of God. Hallelujah. But when it comes to the ministry matters, you have other hands. Other arms or hands, you know, that you learn from or ministry you look up to. So that's what it is. Hallelujah, somebody. I hope you understand the whole process of what I'm sharing with you. But this is not my main subject. I just want to build it from an angle so that you understand what Father you know who this is all about. You know, when we say father in the ministry, what it means, Father in, in, in the Lord, what it means, and what have you. Amen. Now, there's this particular one here that people say, Here is my Godfather. Here is my Godfather, and this particular thing I always say that no man can be called your Godfather. Hallelujah nobody can take the place of God. Hallelujah. the father role of God in your life cannot be compromised. no you can God cannot share his glory with anybody. so you cannot be saying that um, I have a Godfather who is an individual who is a human being. no God is your father. God is your Godfather. So never say I have a Godfather and it's a human being. It's someone in the ministry I see as my Godfather, um, uh, my career life, my my ministry, my, my whatever. I have a Godfather. No, God is the only Godfather here. Hallelujah. The person can be your mentor and all of that. But when it comes to Godfather, don't give that title to any man because nobody can be in the place of God. Or, you know, nobody can be a God to you when God is in, in, in place. Even the Bible says that he has made us, you know, gods. We are gods with a small gene. So it means that we are also on earth. We are in, in the image of God, created in the image of likeness of God as well. So we are some kind of God, but it doesn't mean that a human being or a fellow man is your God. So it means that you are saying he's my godfather. No, that I don't run with and I don't believe in such. And I want to share with you to really come to terms with that. Hallelujah. Now let's run into the main word today, the main deal for the day. And I want to take my scripture from... 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. The Bible says that, For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have not many fathers. Hallelujah. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. So the scripture is saying that for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ. So as I explained to you, biological father, grandfather, father-in-law, spiritual father, father father-in-law, the father you admire and all of that, there are a lot of them. Even what I've mentioned is just a tip of the iceberg. There are a lot of them. So thousands of instructors we have in Christ. Some are in the ministry. When it comes to the ministry, we have fathers, people that you look up to for ministry basis father in the lord you became born again the person brought you to christ or brought you to the lord so it's your father in the lord so you have ten thousand instructors. instructions bible saying that you have a lot of them hallelujah but you do not have many fathers so it means that even though you have instructors people in the ministry you know that you learn this basis this guidelines from them but you don't have many fathers you don't have many fathers. You don't have a compactable father. It's not everybody who's having that kind of father who is going to have all these elements in them. And so the Bible says, yet you have not many fathers. Hallelujah. And the Bible moves on to say that for Christ have begotten you through the gospel. So Jesus Christ was able to become your father through the vehicle of, of the gospel hallelujah so what kind of vehicle did that personality use to be able to connect to you hallelujah so pastor benny pastor chris you know um kenneth hagan and and what have you they become your father in the ministry because you see their ministry and you want to do same or you want to learn from country Coleman, and what have you that is the ministry part of fatherhood but when it comes to father in the lord maybe they brought you to christ you got to know about jesus through pastor benny Hinn, pastor chris and the names or the list goes on and on Because you became born again through that ministry. So it's your father in the Lord. I want you to really understand this so that you not miss or mess it up. Because today, there are many who who claim, I have a father, I have a spiritual father. And they go about, they don't know where to sow appropriate seeds. And they mess the whole process up. And it really becomes some way. Hallelujah. You have many spiritual fathers. You can have many spiritual fathers because you have many spiritual fathers and your your spiritual father A is calling you to come to church tomorrow morning and another spiritual father is calling you at the same time, which one will you obey? If you are not careful, you're going to obey the one who is more anointed than the other. Are you here? (laughs) And and that is not what, what we're talking about and that's not how it's supposed to be. So I'm sharing these things with you so that you understand that hey, you don't need everybody to be your spiritual father, but there is one particular kind of personality that God will give you to guide you, to lead you, to, to be, to be part of your life. And that is what we're talking about. Hallelujah. You cannot say you have a spiritual father and you are sowing uh, you, you are connected to a father in the ministry more than your spiritual father. Your spiritual father should be the central focus of your ministry, your life, your everything. But when it comes to what your spiritual father cannot do for you, it doesn't mean that you should look down on your spiritual father and say, Hey, I have a spiritual father, but he's not a prophet. So I don't really value him. I value the one who is a prophet. No, please. It's not supposed to be so. Because a man of God or whoever is your spiritual father... God has given the person the ability to father you in every aspect. Amen. I know pastors who don't prophesy, but they are spiritual fathers to prophets. And they are able to give you word of God, wisdom. They are able to give you direction and it works perfectly for you. So you don't say that I need a prophet to be my spiritual father. When you know that God might not have given you a prophet to be your spiritual father. this is how it works your spiritual father can choose you yes he can choose you but there are times that this is going to sound some some kind of you know controversial but you have to understand that sometimes you can choose your spiritual father but it's just for just you know it's not always so but just for the few Uh, and so understand that when it comes to choosing of a spiritual father, you have to be led. But in the first place, understand that your spiritual father can choose you. Amen and amen. So it's very important for us to understand these things I'm sharing with you. Amen. If you have any ministerial seed to sow, you should know the right ends to sow. Which man of God? has been very instrumental in your life like it's been amazing you have to know from people who are doing ministry you have to sow in the right ends. hallelujah you can sow into the life of a spiritual father hallelujah and you can also sow in the life of your father in the ministry father in the Lord and all of that but you should just know the appropriate way to go about it this one i hardly share it because not everyone understands this part of the word or they understand this process so they mess the whole pr- process up they mess it up because you are there's a person who is giving his tithe to his spiritual father i mean his tied to um the father in the ministry you are a ghanaian And you're giving your your tithe to a a man of God who is outside the country. And you have a church you attend. That is not what I'm talking about. You see why these things need to be shared? You have a spiritual father who God has given to you. And he's actually working on your spiritual life. Helping you, praying with you, counseling you, calling you, checking up on you. And at the end of the day... You know, you have a seed to sow. Probably on a Father's Day, uh, you and you, your spiritual father do not come to mind first. You are not being a loyal child. Amen. Hallelujah. Sow into the right source. Amen. So into the right source. It's very important for us to take note of that. So... Where you fellowship, you have to know how to go about it. We don't just sow any seed anywhere, anyhow. No. Just understand this process. I'll leave that part for another thing. But let's move on. And then I know you you will get the whole process. Amen. Today, I want you to rest more on fathers, fathers, fathers. Not the spiritual father. Not the other part of fathers and all. But I just want you to understand this whole process because some spiritual children are not faithful some children are not faithful you have a father god has given you in fact a biological father and on father's day you are not honoring that father you have god has given not to say even on father's day but you don't value the people god has given you amen you don't value them You become famous and you can boldly, you know, uh, wish other fathers a happy Father's Day and you do not wish your father. I always say that no matter what your father might have done to you or did to you or would do to you, the person is still your father. Until you you know, uh, until you come to the level of knowing that your own is better than someone's own, you will not appreciate your own. But understand that you might think you might you might think you have the worst father in the world, but until you find someone's own or you get to hear of someone's story, you will appreciate your own. No matter how your father is or has been to you, he's still your father. Amen and amen. Amen. Alright, so no hard feelings here. Hallelujah. Okay, so now I want to share with you on the characteristics of a true father. 27 characteristics of a true father. Are you ready for this? 27 characteristics of a true father. Now, the first one is that they are leaders to their children. True fathers are leaders to their children. They lead them in the right way. And what is the right way? They lead them in the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that train up the child the way he should go so that when he grows, he will not depart from it. So fathers are leaders to their children. If you are listening to me, and you are a father. Understand that you are a leader to your children. Be a leader to your children. A leader who will lead your children in the right way of the Lord don't say a and practice b don't preach a and practice b make sure your a is your a and your b is your b that is a leader a leader do not only show the way but leads the way hallelujah so understand that when you have father when you are a true father you are leaders to your children so live as a leader hallelujah do you get that live as a leader let your lifestyle and whatever you do should complement leadership hallelujah amen and amen now the next point is that they are of good examples to their children so true fathers are good examples to their children first corinthians chapter 11 verse 1 bible says be followers of me even as i follow christ paul was telling timothy imitate me even as i imitate christ that means whatever you see me do which you don't see christ do or they don't you follow be of good examples to your children Hallelujah. You cannot be a woman beater and be beating your wife, abusing her with words and all of that, and expect your child not to do the same when they get married. You cannot advise your child to stop, you know, uh, um, womanizing when you 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 are the chief womanizer. Hallelujah. You cannot tell your children to stop using abusive words when you use abusive words at home use foul words at home there are homes that when you hear children gather they use abusive words they insult each other they raise curses because they heard it from their parent it's not supposed to be so how are you training your children in the Lord be of good examples there are certain languages that you will not hear in certain homes but there are certain languages you hear in certain homes because the children heard those words from their parent. "Mummy is sorting, daddy, that you are you're you're a good for nothing man, man." So your your child copies the whole process and turn out to be using that uh, as as a yardstick and then turn the whole city on fire when they get married. Be of good example to your children. You can't be a drunkard and be of good example to your child there are people fathers who drink and they even ask their their child their children to you know take the bottle empty bottle away every time you keep doing that you keep doing that if you are not careful your child will follow suit because you are a father and you are leading the way a father who likes smoking and your child is around and you say, hey, don't smoke. It's not good. Me, I have lived my life already. I'm waiting for death. So don't follow my steps. So as for you, you are young, so don't follow. But you are smoking and your child is inhaling. A time will come when you are not there. Your child will copy. Same. Train up the child the way he should go. So then when he grows, you will not depart from it. Let's learn these things so that a time will come will not be found wanting. Amen and amen. Now, number three. True fathers are not selfish, but they are selfless. Hallelujah. True fathers are not selfish, but selfless. As a father, you have to be selfless. Because a father is having feathers for the children to fly on. Hallelujah. You have feather to your your children to to fly it's not all about you don't think about yourself self, 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 think about others, a father is not selfish but selfless selfless ready to sacrifice for your children, that's being selfless amen and amen, there are fathers when you cook for them, all the meat in the soup has to be on their, their table until dissatisfied, they, they don't think about any other person. Be selfless, not selfish. How can you give birth to children and not want to take care of them? Be selfless, not selfish. Be futuristic. Think about the future. Not now. Not what you can acquire. Not what you can enjoy now. Selfish fathers are not selfless. Thinking about yourself. You don't think about your wife. You don't care how how she's suffering. She's doing all the job. In fact, she's doing all the chores at home and then providing for the family and all of that. You do nothing. And all you do is to be selfish. Demanding more than anything. Hallelujah. A selfish father is like is like a child who sucks the mother's breast with the father. Hear me out. A selfish father is like a child who sucks the mother's breast with the father. What does it mean? It means that whatever the child is giving, you are giving the same whatever. Amen and amen. The mother is taking care of the children is taking care of you. So the child, that sucks the mother's breast. The father is also doing the same. Hallelujah. You don't do anything to provide. You, you claim you are the head of the family, but you are not the head. You claim you are the head, but there's nothing showing that you are, you are the breadwinner. You, you only, you know, extract you don't give you don't help you don't do anything you are thinking of what you acquire now hallelujah it's very it's very sad very very unfortunate you don't even remember the last time you bought something for your wife how much more of your children be selfless not selfish you can be a father and be selfish Why do you give birth to children if you are not ready to take care of them or take up responsibilities or to help out? The fourth point. They are givers and not takers. True fathers are givers, they are not takers. They don't leave all responsibilities on the mother. Amen and amen. It's so sad. It's so sad that some fathers will give you, you know, something that they they have no need of until they have no need of that thing they will not give out it's very unfortunate let's take note of that they are not takers but they are givers they might not have they might not have it they might not be working but their support is amazing that shows that they are true fathers don't add muscle to injury. If you know you can't provide, you don't have a job and all of that, don't worsen the situation at home. Give people peace of mind. Amen and amen. Don't feel bossy when you have nothing. Don't feel bossy and, 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 and worsen the whole situation. And you know you're not providing. The fifth point. They are not bitter people. They are not be- True fathers are not bitter people evil for evil they won't let go they will pay you back how can a father or a parent be paying evil for evil and say that oh my parent made me go through this i'm letting you go through same my parent made me suffer i will let you suffer my parent did not let me get it easy you're not going to get it easy the same path thing of your parent is what you are taking your children through but remember that times have changed Hallelujah, don't live a bitter life, evil for evil. There are fathers like that. Because they suffered, they wanted you to suffer. Because they didn't get things easy, they will not let you get it easy. I'm not saying that you know don't let your children go through certain process of life. but what I'm saying is that don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. And don't live a bitter life don't be hard on them with a mindset that your parents did not let you get it easy so you're not gonna let them get it easy hallelujah because Psalm 103 verse 13 103 verse 13 the bible said that as a father has compassion for his children so has the lord compassion has compassion for those he fear i mean who fears him so let me take it again 103 verse 13 Psalm 103 verse 13 Bible says as a father has compassion for his children so has the Lord has compassion for those who fear him so a father must have compassion for his children the Bible said when Jesus saw the crowd he was moved with compassion when you see your children what are you moved with when you see your children going through hard times what are you moved with hallelujah amen and amen so let's take note of that now the seed point is that every true father wants to see their children do better than they did amen every true father wants to see their children do better than they did there are fathers that you know because they they're not able to get to a certain height in life they feel like if i let you get to that height you will disrespect me if i let you get to that height it will be like i did not leave any proper legacy why should a child be greater than the father that is that is how it's supposed to be because the the, your relevance as a father or your input as a father must be seen in your children your impact as a father should be seen in your children. Your greatness as a father should be seen in your children. Your children are doing well. Your children are doing better than you did. Amen and amen. You were not able to become a doctor. And your child becomes a doctor. And you see that because my child became a doctor. In fact, I'm not going to that place for medication. Because I was supposed to be a doctor. And now my son is a doctor. So are you going to be sick and then you are, you die? Are you ready to die because your child is a doctor that you could not become? It's not supposed to be so. Amen. Or you rather want to go to other ends for medication rather than go to your son's hospital for medication because your son became a doctor you could not be. It's not supposed to be so. True fathers will be glad to see their children do better than they did. And that is what it is. And so Jesus said that, you know, greater works you shall do. You do what I'm doing and greater works you shall do. Amen and amen. He told the disciples, teach them what I have taught to you. Baptize them in the name of God the Father if they believe. And you know what? Greater works you shall do. Greater works you shall do. So it's very important to know that every great father wants to see his children do better than he did. Hallelujah. Because no matter what, if you are not able to become a doctor, your child has become a doctor and it still covers the family and then becomes a blessing to the family. I don't say that because I could not, I will not let anyone become. That is not a true father. Hallelujah. Because there are times that some fathers behave in the way that you wonder if they really gave birth to these children. It's so unfortunate. Hallelujah. Now, the next point is that which is the seventh one, is that they will stand by their children no matter what. They will stand by their children no matter what. They are fathers that when you are doing well, they are with you. When you do bad, they are drawn away from you. That is not what we are talking about. True fathers will stand by you. Through thin and thick. They will stand by you no matter what. They will stand by you. And that is what we are talking about. Amen and amen. The prodigal son was accepted by his father when he came back. Luke 15, 18, 20. Luke 15, 18, 20. The Bible says that the, the, the son, the prodigal son said that I will arise and go back to my father. And will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against you and heaven before thee. Oh, Father, I am no worthy. I'm not worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your servants. Verse twenty, he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet to um, a great way off, his father, you know, saw him and had compassion, ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Hallelujah! So, all that saints that you know, the father saw him from far, and then the father came over and then you know, embraced him, you know. Um, um, kissed him, and showed him compassion. And the Bible says that, you know, um, um, he, he, he actually what, accepted his child back into his arms. After taking all that he needed as possession or inheritance, go out there and mess it up and come back to his father, and his father opens his arms and accepts him. So a father will stand by you no matter what. I'm not saying that for what the prodigal son did, the father should just let it be. And then, yeah, you will spank your child. But there are situations or instances that you have to let your child know that if I can't run to anybody, I can run to my father. For safety, for security, for peace of mind, for, 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 for peace of mind. Amen and amen. So the child said, I will rise and go back to my father. I have sinned against heaven and i sing sinned against him. And even if you make me one of his seven, I'm cool. But here is the case when, when his father saw him from afar, his father embraced him. Father, embrace your children again. Find them. Look for them. You, 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 you had an issue with your child and you are not talking to your child for many years. You don't even know your child's whereabouts. You don't know if he's saved or he's dead. And you don't care. Your child was, you know, your child, you know, um, got pregnant. Your daughter got pregnant, and that was the end of your relationship with your child. You don't want to see your child, you have disowned your child because your child is pregnant for another person. People make mistakes. Have you considered the number of mistakes you have ever made in life as a father or a mother? Hallelujah. A mistake is a mystic, but that unborn child has nothing to do with the mystic. That innocent child in the in, 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 your child is carrying is innocent. In fact, you don't have to allow the heat you are releasing on your daughter to, to come upon that innocent child, unborn child. You have issues with your son or daughter and it's been many years and you don't even know if they are alive or they are dead. Even if they show up today, you won't even recognize them because it's been ages. Because your child became pregnant, you disown the child. Because your child had a police case, you disown your child. Because your child was involved in an armed robbery case, you disown your child. Stand by them, fight for them. Inquire, Find out what happened. And find out the solution rather than the condemnation. Find out how we can help you out of the mess. So the way you help them out of the mess, you can discipline them your your own way. Rather than let the heat the society is giving to them, friendship, peer pressure and all of that, is giving or releasing on the child to also come upon the child. Stand by your child. Stand by your child. Go for them fight for them fight for them hallelujah amen and amen nobody's saying that if your child is going wrong applaud the child no but there's always a way that we go about it use your right hand to draw your child for peace and then use your left hand to discipline your child for the wrong and that is how it's supposed to be that's to be balanced amen and amen our rise and go back to my father. Today, there are children that were left hanging because they were pregnant, and their child, in fact, their father disowned them, their mother disowned them, and today they are nowhere to be found. And some too have been able to take care of that child, you know, and they have become great. And now they are great to the extent that they have family that rejected them, missed them because they are suffering. If you are the one, what will you do? That unborn child can become a president tomorrow. Can become a minister tomorrow. Can be be the richest man ever. That showed up from the family. Can be the savior of the family. But because you disown that child, privileges have ceased. Hallelujah. So let us take note of these elements and then run with it. Hallelujah. And the next point is that True fathers are happy to see their children prosper. There are fathers that, when they see their children prospering, they are not happy. Because when they look at their life, they did not succeed. Things did not go well with them. They are just not happy that their children are happy. It's there, it's it's crazy. But it's not supposed to be so. Hallelujah. Now, the next point is that they do not speak evil over their children true fathers do not speak evil over their children you do not speak ill of them that you suffer you suffer like the way your father suffered some mothers tell their children that hallelujah like father like son like father like daughter no don't make such statements where you know that it's with an evil intention hallelujah So let's take note of that. Don't you curse your children. Don't use such words on your children. If you say that your child will suffer, your child will not do well, things will be some way for your child, remember that you also benefit. If you say your child will not prosper, remember you will not benefit from a child you don't want to prosper. So be careful of the kind of words you use on your children. Because if you see your child won't prosper you to you enjoy from the hands, you will not benefit anything good from the child. Even if the child becomes great, that curse will fight the process because you laid certain words down, which will fight your child which will be fighting your child's um, prosperity and all of that. If you're able to break through over the curses, you will not benefit. You'll be ashamed because you did not speak well of your child. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. If you're a father, be careful what you say when you're not in a good mood. When you are bitter about something, when you're angry, be careful what you say. Never use foul words on your children. It will it will affect them. It will affect them, and you cannot benefit from children. You 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 raised your your you lifted your your voice at you cursed and you said you suffer. You will not go far. You you nothing good will come out from you. You a useless child. Nothing good will come out from you. You won't go far in life. You know it's so bad to use such words on your children. Because some fathers think that you know their, their their power or their authority as a father is actually in the ability to raise curses or to use harsh words on their children. It's never so. You reap what you sow. Bible says you shall have whatsoever you say. So if your child will suffer, remember that you can benefit from a child you are declaring that will suffer. So let's take note of that. It's not supposed to be so. If you say your child will never see success, remember that you benefit from the success of your child. If you say your success, your child will never travel, you will not see success in that land. Hallelujah.
0: Powerful message continues the next time this broadcast is aired. For more information, contact us on eaglesforchrist at gmail.com. And that is E-A-G-L-E-S The number 4 C-H-R-I-S-T At gmail.com Or revyike 2016 At gmail.com And that is R-E-V-Y-I-K-E 2016 At gmail.com Christ Eagles Network Discovering destinies, raising generations, and representing God in all areas of life. God richly bless you.